Hello, Avery, and everyone. And I told you 500 times that we were going to do Stone Temple Pilots. Tiny music, songs from the Vatican gift shop. On this episode of 90s Tunes with Avery and Lena. <laughs> that was terrible. Yeah, it's it- not so easy to come up with something spectacular. Now I get to shake my head at you like you do to me every week. It was terrible and slightly obscure, I think. But... I think it's good to have something obscure, though. But it pertains to this album. Well, that's what I always try to do is obtain to this album. Yeah. Sometimes it works out, sometimes it doesn't. <laughs> well, it always does, but it's just head shaker from you, usually. I tried to think of something from Lady Picture Show, but <laughs> there was no like, <laughs> there was no sort of opening there. So why did you pick this album? I picked this album because I needed something more rocking after Jewel. And I really liked Big Bang Baby off this album. Okay. I remember I remember seeing it a lot on Much Music, like the music video where they're just like in this white room and the camera's right on them as a band moving around and stuff. So I, I think that just captured my audience or me as an audience member. It captured me, and I really enjoyed it. Like I think I was probably like 16 at the time, and that's what I enjoyed. So I just, I don't know if I've ever heard this whole album, but I wanted to because there were some, uh, some good singles off of it. I for sure had never heard it. I only knew Lady Picture Show and from Big Shiny Tunes to okay. Canadian Connection, much music compilation. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm not that's not my Canadian okay. connection. Um I heard some of their other songs, but I had never heard this. And that's the only song I knew from this. Well, I was thinking about going with Purple, which is their album before this. But I decided to go with this album. Like like Purple has some really good songs on it too, but like I said, I really like Big Bang Baby, so that's why I went with this album. Oh. I didn't know much of Stone Temple Pilots, and then I put up, and then I um listened to a couple of their songs, off not just from this album. I'm like, oh yeah, I know a couple of them, but only really radio hits. Yeah, yeah. Vaseline, Interstate Love Song. I kept messing up the name in my head with Collective Soul. <laughs> I don't know why. We will do Collective yeah. Soul on this because. There is a Collective Soul song that I really like as well. So it could have been either way. Like, okay. Like, um, I don't even know a collect. I know a Collective Soul song, but I don't know. Gel by Collective Soul is I one can't. of my favorite Collective Soul songs. Right now, I can't think of that song, but I must have heard it. I remember hearing them on the radio. So, and I usually I've I've played it a few times around the house. So yeah. And I probably heard it. But instead, Stone Temple Pilots. I I definitely recognize the cover of this album. Yes. I don't even think you had owned I didn't own it. Did you own this one? I, I didn't own it. And I recognize the cover from the their previous one with like I actually don't know what the front is. It's I'm picturing it as a baby riding a dinosaur, but I don't like, feel like that's a right. Dragon dog <laughs> or, horse. Or something, yeah. But I recognize these albums. They're pretty cool covers. They're pretty nineties yeah, yeah. artsy covers. Yeah. I liked them. I liked the cover of this really went with the vibe of uh, vibe of some of the songs, especially the instrumentals. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah. Um, I found them pretty relaxing, like the instrument instrumental parts like especially when the cd first started off with press play and that was kind of like slow mellow and then 
it got right into the rocking part. Like, yeah, I put uh, sets the tone. You're relaxed, and then it's pops love suicide, and yeah. then I I just said like rocking second song rocking. Yeah. I even put the I N with the apostrophe. <laughs> Th- thanks for explaining that. Yes, and then it slows down a little bit by Lady Picture Show. Uh-huh. Number five in the next one. And then it speeds up again by about number seven, tripping on yeah. a hole in a paper heart. It's kind of brings you up and down. And then Daisy, I just, I put 50s lounge, think Hawaiian Christmas music. <laughs> you know, the Kaliki Maka. It reminded me a bit of like just Hawaiian music. Okay, of. yeah, so, I can see like, that. Yeah. Yeah, it was, it was a pretty good album. It was pretty like mellow, like even the rocking part. Rockin' parts. Like, I don't want to say mellow, <laughs> but just put me in a mellow mood. Yeah, it was, I found it a relaxing album. Yeah. And, like, like you say, even the rocking songs, they were really good rocking songs, but they weren't, like, metal or anything like that. No. So, you could easily just get into them and enjoy them. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And this album was their second, what, third, was it? Yeah, I think it was their third. Yeah, they had Core 1992. Yeah. 1994 was Purple. And then this was 1996. And number four was after this. Yes, yes. <laughs> I liked that in 1994, the Rolling Stones, they won Best New Band by the Reader. But the critics called, gave them the worst new band title. <laughs> <laughs> like they're music critics, but they liked this album. Rolling Stone came again to like them by this album, but just that's so funny to me. Just critics and actual fans. Well, it goes to show critics versus people and what they think, and like you see that with movies a lot and albums and cult followings. Like, yeah, I wonder what's more important to the band versus record labels as well. Like. Do, do the record labels like the critics' response more, or the fans like? Or they look for more for the fans, or do they just actually care and worry about the amount of albums sold? Yeah, they probably just care about the amount of albums yeah. sold. The band was first called Mighty Joe Young, but I guess there was a bluesman with that same name, so <laughs> they were asked to stop, and then they came with stone town oh actually it was first called swing and someone's like i'm not playing in a band called that so then it was called my they were called mighty joe young and then changed to stone temple pilots i heard based on them liking the stp motor oil sticker and then they came up with letters that fit around that mighty joe young does sound like a blues guy yeah yeah i did like that fact as well uh there's a couple of stories about how they formed. And I like the one that they met. Um, Scott Whelan and Dean D'Elia. D'Elia. Uh-huh. They met at a Black Flag concert in 1985. And they were talking about their girlfriend. And then it turns out that they were they were both seeing the same girl. And they broke up <laughs> with her and like, screw that. We'll get together and make a band. Sorry, did I say Robert D'Elia? That's who it was. Robert and Scott Leland. Or I listened to a YouTube video and they called him Scott Weiland, but I always thought it was Weiland. So if anyone wants to correct me, go ahead. But I always heard it as Scott Weiland. Okay. And I mean, I wrote down the other guys. Everyone knows it's all about Scott Weiland, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Unfortunately, he had drug problems, arrests. 
rehabs and died in December 3rd, 2015 of an accidental drug overdose. Just kind of sad. I remember that. I remember that, but I also, in my mind, merged it with Chris Cornell and like they're the same guy in my mind. They're not, but. Yeah, yeah, I could see that. Like, like that same area of time and. And I knew the band names. I had a Soundgarden um, album, but I didn't, you didn't, re- I didn't really know the singers' names. I just okay. more than knew the bands as opposed to the singer. Well, I didn't know a lot by that, but yeah. Do you regret? No, not at all. I really am happy with this choice. I'm glad I went back and listened to the whole album instead of just the hit songs off of it. I thought it was, like I said earlier, it was, it was a fun listen. It was an easy listen. Yeah. What was your favorite song? I um, Well, Big Bang Baby. I'm just going to stick with that because it was my favorite album or song off the album years ago, and it still is. Okay. I liked Art School Girl. But it reminded me a lot of I've Got a Girl by Tripping Days. I was going to say something similar. I forgot who sung it, but I. It was out first, Tripping Daisies. And it sounds a lot like it. I've also read some reviews that be like, great album, except for they should get rid of Art School Girl. (laughs) (laughs) And I really, because it reminded me of the Tripping Daisies song, song, which I really love. And I also love when they're yelling angrily. I told you 500 times. Like, I get that being angry when you tell someone something and it's like, I've told you 500 times. And just like, oh, so like being when angry. I talk to you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but I get that that's not everyone's favorite song by them. But no, I get it. <laughs> you have a Canadian connection? I do. The producer off of this album was Brendan O'Brien. Yes. And he produced other songs and worked with other people like Neil Young, who is Canadian. So that's my... uh, Canadian connection. Yeah. I didn't have to resort to Pam Anderson this time. I, of course, have a Pam Anderson one. (laughs) I didn't have to resort to it. I have several Canadian connections. One is that they played at... One of their first shows was supporting Henry Rollins at the Whiskey A Go-Go. And that's known for... Um, featuring such bands as The Doors, Led Zeppelin, Beach Boys, Steppenwolf, Canadian, and Motley Crue, (laughs) which (laughs) has the member Tommy Lee, former husband of Canadian Pamela Anderson. So uh, just wait. I wonder when they saw Black Flag, if it was when Henry Rollins was the lead singer for Black Flag. I think so. There there were several different singers. They had a lot of band members in Black Flag, so. Also, and this is becoming a new trend of mine, Stone Temple Pilots had a video, Sour Girl, which featured Sarah Michelle Gellar. Okay. They also had a song on the Buffy the Vampire Slayer pilot that never aired, or I'm not sure if it aired or not. But anyway, Buffy the Vampire Slayer featured actor Seth Green. Okay. Who was featured in Austin Powers with Canadian uh-huh. Mike Myers? <laughs> <laughs> so we're always looking for that Mike Myers connection or Pam, Pam Anderson. Anderson or both. If I can find both, yes, that's going to be like the diamond in the rough to find that Mike Myers, Pam Anderson, and the same connection. It might not be. <laughs> it's mostly Tommy Lee. Let's be fair. 
They also, in 2012, were playing in Abbotsford, BC, and they arrived nearly two hours later, late, and gave up their set 30 minutes early, and then canceled the next show in Lethbridge, Alberta the next day. Oh. (laughs) Yes. It was a weird Wikipedia entry. It's like they just want to get Lethbridge in there. It has charted in Canada as well. It uh, charted at number five on the Canadian top album CD charts. Okay. And it has gone platinum, so 100,000 albums sold in Canada. And also two times platinum in the United States for 2 million CDs sold, or albums sold. Hmm. But that's pretty much all I have. I just really enjoyed the CD. I'm glad I picked it, and I'm glad you enjoyed it too. Yeah, it was different than what I've listened to, but I really, I liked it. I just found that, and a lot of people said they were like fake grunge, I guess, at the time, but it did have that grungy appeal. I feel like it was like slicker, more produced grunge, maybe, and I don't mind that. It was good. I think that's what rock was at the time. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Really, but yeah. Now, I loved it, and it was mellow, and like you said, easy listening. The last one was... Not very energetic, so I'm, <laughs> I'm I'm putting some fun energy into our next CD, and we're going with Spice World, second album by the Spice <laughs> Girls. It was a toss up between the first and second, but Spice World. I don't know what songs are on that. You'll know some. Is Wanna Be on that album? No. Oh, but you'll know some. <laughs> don't worry. I'll you'll know, know some, some of them. I just they seem to have about even number of singles I knew on both the albums. And I went with Spice World just because maybe we could watch the movie if we have that patience and if we can find it. Because I remember it being hilarious, but not me. I've never seen the album. Or 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 this is movie. Sorry, probably didn't listen to the album either. But we'll we'll talk about it next week. Okay. And what are we listening to this week on Nineties Tune? I wish by Skilo. I'm pretty excited about that. Good, good, and uh, yeah, tune in Friday for that. Make like a tree and leave. <laughs> to Fuck put off. That in. <laughs>